the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It has not gotten any warmer. <laughs> it's absolutely brutal. But welcome back. Second hour, Wake Up with Randy Corcoran on a Saturday night. Two degrees below zero in hell, which typically is hotter than uh, our beautiful palatial estate here in Aurora at 710 KNUS, my birth city of Denver, once beautiful, prosperous, safe, and secure, until completely decimated by total Democrat control. And it is three below right here. I have no idea where the heck or what the heck the temperature is for our next guest, because I don't know where she's calling in from, but uh, she's a good friend. Her name's Heidi Ganahl. You may recall her gubernatorial run, her service as a Colorado State Regent, um, a Colorado University Regent. Big difference there. And um, of course, the founder of the very successful Camp Bow Wow uh, which is now literally a national enterprise of doggy daycare. And she's kind enough on this frigid Saturday night to join us to tell us about something new. Heidi, welcome back, and thank you very much for taking out some time. Well, thanks for having me, Randy. It's been a long time, and I so appreciate uh, you being on the airwaves, continuing to fight for our freedom in this beautiful state. And boy, have they done a number on it, haven't they? Oh, just every time you turn around um, and... It's getting worse and worse. The sanctuary city status, what they're doing to the roads, creating, you know, bike lanes that maybe you can use three months out of the year effectively. And people don't use them very much anyway to end traffic log jams everywhere you go spending. And the Colorado Democrats got run out. Actually, the whole legislature got run out of the Capitol on their first night because of the anti-Israel, uh, pro-Hamas, pro-Palestine protesters. I mean, what kind of a mess are we living through? Well, I agree, Randy. And, and I think October 7th really uh, shed some light on who these people are and what their agenda is. And like basically people who haven't been involved in politics are suddenly waking up. I'm hosting a luncheon on Tuesday with um, Rabbi Dolan and the president of CCU, Don Sweeting, and some other folks to talk about that. Senator Hank Brown is going to moderate it. And we're going to fill the house. I mean, people are so interested, and people who don't normally pay attention, that was a wake-up call for everybody. And so was the congressional hearing with the three college presidents, I think. Oh. As a previous regent, I can say it's been going on for a long, long time. It's finally seeing the light of day. Well, and so many things are, are finally emerging from the Democrat darkness, the, what's happening on school boards, what's happening to our children in their own schools, uh, laws that are being passed to keep parents from knowing about life-altering drugs or surgeries or decisions that uh, minor kids who can't vote, buy cigarettes, or drive a car are being encouraged to make. Um, and, you know, the one blessing from COVID, other than exposing so much of the deep state and the lies that uh, that our government and, and globalists are willing to share and foist upon innocent civilians and citizens 
uh, it's certainly brought attention to what's going on in our schools. And so that that's just another major whirlwind of information that I think has people more involved this year than I've ever seen in any year past. Well, I'm not sure if you saw today um, a, a friend up in Boulder who happens to be conservative. There are some. Um, and uh, she shared a video on Twitter of a club at Monarch K-8, through some kids um, in the form of a pentagram surrounding another child, yelling at them Satanistic stuff. It was crazy. And it turns out there's a Satan club at this school. Now, this is my kid's old district. We, they went to elementary school right by there. And I know so many people in this community that are great. Superior is a great community. And it's happening right there in this suburban neighborhood in, um, you know, just outside of Denver. It's happening all over the place. But you watch the children and how, how filled with hate they are and how mean they are in this video. And it's, it breaks your heart. It's like this is the end result of everything that's been happening in our system for so long. We're seeing it come to fruition, whether it's the pro-Hamas protesters or kids yelling Satanistic stuff at a, a student at a school and a staffer standing there watching it. And then there was a letter put out by DPS, uh, Denver Public Schools, in the last couple of days about, uh, um, oh gosh, you'll have to look it up. It was crazy. But it just every day it's something new. And that's why I'm launching Rocky Mountain Voice, because we've got to get this truth out to the people, the voters, and wake them up. And we can't do it when there's just the liberal media. Now, I know you guys on the radio are fighting like hell to get our message out there. And you were the only one of the only ways we could get our message out on the campaign. And so I think it's really, really important that we have a place, a website or a community where people can go and they know they're going to get reliable, truthful information and get commentary. Let's have some feisty conversations and debates in the commentary section. But really, it's about a one place, one place, a community, a digital community where conservatives can feel good about going to in Colorado. Well, you promised when uh, when the gubernatorial election was over that you weren't going anywhere and that you were going to, you know, use your entrepreneurial skill and and, uh, wisdom to try and come up with something to help continue to equalize the playing field. So RockyMountainVoice.com, RockyMountainVoice.com. Will this also be a clearinghouse for events where people can add conservative events, Tea Party events, activist events to a calendar, a one sort of a one-stop shopping place? Yes, absolutely, um, Randy. This is more than just a website. It is an aggregator, so we're not competing with the other conservative journalists. It's a, a community place online where you can find all the different great conservative journalists here and the outlets like, um, you know, Color of Peak Politics, John Caldera's stuff. I mean, it, it, the list goes on and on. Um, and then my favorite part of the website is the listen section, which has over 30 different radio shows and podcasts by conservatives around the state of Colorado. And finally, there's a calendar section like you were talking about that hosts right now. It pulls the Colorado GOP schedule in for all the county meetings across the state. And um, but we want groups like Arapaho Tea Party and other grassroots groups to be able to use the calendar and post events and rallies as well. And then finally, we are going to go out and host events and have rallies and have fun ways for conservatives to get together and make it fun to be a Republican again. Really sounds terrific. And I had hoped to spend some time on the website when I got in here for uh, show prep. But they've got really strict protocols here now it, uh, for 710 KNUS on their 
you know, the, the internet access that we have, and it won't allow me to go to the website. So I, I don't, I can't talk about it from viewing it, at least so far. I'm trying to figure out a workaround, but it, it just sounds... Maybe it's probably Garrett Polis and the Democrats. <laughs> trying to keep That's right. It's, but it's, it's so wonderful. I've heard people talking about this year after year after year. You know, I've hoped that the Colorado GOP website, uh, cologop.org, uh, will continue to become more utilitarian in that regard as well, and it has. If you go there, you can see it's changed a great deal already under the leadership of Dave Williams. But just a fantastic idea, and uh, leave it to the founder of Camp Bow Wow to bring it to fruition. Oh, thanks, Randy. And, you know, there's lots of questions going on in the conservative grassroots community about what this is and who's behind it. And I've been very honest and open with Dave Williams and some other GOP leaders about what I'm doing and how we can work together and complement each other's efforts. That's what needs to happen. And so we're going to keep going down that path. This is a big tent. We need to bring everybody together to win this presidential election in just a few months. Really unbelievable. And I, I don't know if you want to weigh in on this at all. Uh, I, tomorrow, the car, and I haven't talked about it yet. It's on my uh, cheat sheet of topics for tonight. But the Colorado State GOP is holding a vote tomorrow about whether, as a body, the state central committee should come together and actually endorse Donald Trump. Are, are you aware of that vote? Do you have any thoughts about it that you'd care to share? I wasn't aware it was happening tomorrow, but I did hear that was going on. And, and let me say that What's happened with this whole debacle of taking Donald Trump off the ballot in Colorado is ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's not fair. And if I know anything from being on the ground for a couple of years with the patriots across the state, when things aren't fair, Americans get ticked off. And I think that's what's happening, why everyone is rallying around Donald Trump around the country and in Colorado, because what's happening, the lawfare, the crazy attacks um, on him, are, are not American. They're unconstitutional and they're not fair. So, you know, I don't, I haven't really thought through whether that's a good idea or not. I, I want to stay, you know, fair to the other candidates in the race. This is a primary, but I do understand the sentiment. I understand why people are so upset. Talking with Heidi Ganahl and about her new website, RockyMountainVoice.com, RockyMountainVoice.com. Is there any uh, any cost to access? Are there any memberships that are available? And more importantly, if people have something they want to contribute, uh, whether it's a calendar event or uh, simply weigh in on a topic, how, how do people access it and make good use of it as we try and make this thing a very important statewide tool? Well, I'm glad you asked, Randy. It's free. Everything is free. There's no paywall. Um, we've, you know, we've created a way to provide all this information without any cost, any tricks. There's, you can subscribe, which just means basically you're signing up to get the newsletter, which is called the Mountain Minute with breaking news, et cetera, and to be alerted to events and fun things that we're doing. But no, I can't stand the paywalls. I can't stand going to read an article and getting blocked unless you pay, you know, a fee and then it doesn't work. It's just annoying. So no, we won't ever do that. And um, if you want to contribute an article or put a commentary in or you want to get involved, just period, just email info at RockyMountainVoice.com or go to the website or our social media and message us and we'll get back to you. We're, we're really excited to create a movement out of this, not just a website, not just a messaging machine, but also building a movement for the next phase of conservative um, in Colorado and, and getting us back to winning again. 
I'm guessing the social media tag is Rocky Mountain Invoice. So, for instance, on X, at Rocky Mountain Invoice, is that accurate? No, it's actually the RM Voice on X. But if you would search Rocky Mountain Voice, it'll come right up. Or you can go to my, my Twitter and, and check it out. You can find the link there. On the, other, on the other platforms, it's at Rocky Mountain Voice. So Facebook, Instagram, Getter, True Social, um, all the different platforms we're on. Very good. Anybody else involved with this? Uh, names that uh, act grassroots activists and conservatives and others uh, who listen to this show would be familiar with that would be useful for them in, in, uh, in getting connected with it? Yeah, we've got lots of folks. We're going to put out an announcement in the next week or so. We're firming things up. Everyone's really starting officially February 1st, so keep an eye out. But some really great folks that the grassroots adore, that um, are patriots that have been involved in this movement for a long time, um, are going to be available to help. The other part of this is we're, we've built a, a side organization to help grassroots groups for free with things like marketing and social media and, um, you know, knowing how to host great events and technology. Um, that's something that I saw was a real need as I traveled the state. Um, you know, a, a small group in southwestern Colorado that can't afford to build a website or, you know, to hire a marketing expert we can help there now, and there's no cost to it. We, do, we aren't picking winners and losers. We want to help everyone involved in this movement and lift everybody up around the state, make every group more powerful, more effective, and uh, more fun. Well, that's really important. And, you know, as, as you undoubtedly remember from your visits to Arapaho Tea Party, and, and I comment about this often, and I'm, I'm part of the gray and white-haired brigade that uh, seems to... <laughs> still be, you know, doing battle from those old conservative principles and all of that. And quite often we are more technology challenged than, for instance, you know, my 28-year-old kid or, or really my five-year-old grandson who called me today on his from his iPad, for goodness sake. So um, that's how <laughs> far out of the loop that I am. So I, I think that's just really wonderful to provide that access, that training, that technology, because there are folks who would do something if they could make efficient use of their time and they just don't understand the, you know, really the, the high tech and, and the swirl of information that comes at us these days and how to get that out there. So really sounds like a wonderful idea. Heidi, where are you tonight? Where are you calling from approximately? I'm in Douglas County at my house with lots of kiddos running around here because it's a holiday weekend. So. We're having like two two kids over for the night, and we're going to see a movie, popping popcorn. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're we're venturing out into the cold. An old law enforcement uh, listener. I don't know how old he is. I think he's retired. He often signs that way. In Littleton says, "Randy, you get a pass tonight for wearing Bronco stuff. I'm just adding an extra dog on the sofa. So imagine <laughs> you're doing that with kids or grandkids or whoever's roaming around as well. And man, it's just important to stay warm and keep the pets in." Uh, and run some water someplace so your pipes don't freeze. I think that's a great reminder for most people. Well, you got to meet my dad at the Avalanche game, so he was over earlier today putting those little uh, little insulators on all the faucets outside Good for, for him. Good for him. Yeah, that's yeah, that was wonderful. That was last year, or yeah, last year during a championship run, and pure coincidence that at a playoff game on a can like wasn't it the night before the. Was it before the primary or before the actual vote? Yeah, I think so, Randy. 
Lady. Yeah. I think it was the night before the primary, and we just sat right next to each other yeah. with our families. Yeah, I'm there crazy. with my, my daughter, and then there were the two people to my left were people I knew, and then you and your dad were there on the end of that row right next to them. It was a, it was a wonderful bit of serendipity and, and an awfully fun night that night, as I recall. But anyway, Heidi, just thanks for never giving up, for always looking for ways to help and change. And if anything new pops up, anything we can do for you here on 710 KNUS, I hope you'll give me a call and let me know, and we'll get you back on. Well, thanks, Randy. Your show is one of the ones featured on the website. So um, we are big supporters, and Arapahoe Tea Party is one of my favorite groups out there. So we're here to help and uh, help you with that technology. Not me. I have younger people <laughs> on my staff that know how to do this stuff. So I'm, I'm one of those gray hairs too. <laughs> Heidi Ganahl, the new website, RockyMountainVoice.com. God bless. Have a great weekend. Stay warm. And I know I'll be talking with you soon. Thanks, Randy. God oh. bless you too. All right. Coming up on 623, temperature, yeah, holding firm here at minus three. And in the studio... At a rip-roaring, hot, fireplace-induced 69 degrees. I literally have my Broncos parka on because sitting here, that's a little chilly. So anyway, uh, we're going to keep it hot, though. We've got some great audio for you. Phones are lighting up, 303-696-1971. Need to catch up on some texts. The Text to Studio app will get you uh, to write into this nice big screen to my right. Your texts come in live. Uh, sometimes I can respond, although my fingers are in my pocket right now trying to get some circulation back. <laughs> and uh, But it's always good to hear from you. We'll serve, you send them, we'll read them, and we'll talk to you in just a moment here on 710 KNUS. I know, I know, David Bowie. Love some of his music. Not always my favorite, but there was something about the lyrics in that song. Welcome back, by the way. Wake up. With Randy Corcoran, ice cold here in the Mile High City, minus one in Denver, minus two in Aurora. But there was just something about those lyrics that, uh, you know, I'm an absolute beginner, nervous, all the same. And uh, when you when you lose the love of your life and you get through, you know, seven months now, um, you start hopefully trying to find a way to seal that place in your heart and visit it when you want instead of having it permeating every moment of every day and and you look ahead and so that's been sort of the theme of the music tonight and you'll hear more of that as we continue through this and the final hour of the show new beginnings so anyway tonight um fox news tossed mike lindell off of their network we'll talk about that in a minute Hertz is selling their electronic vehicles to buy gas cars. What does that tell you? The Colorado GOP voting tomorrow to whether to endorse Donald Trump as a group, the Central Committee of the Colorado State GOP. And uh, what are your thoughts about that? And then as cold as it is here in Colorado, if you, you know, I lived in Chicago for six years. I lived in Ohio for a year. And if you've ever lived back that direction and probably worse in Chicago and Ohio because of the Great Lakes. But it is brutal in Iowa. The forecast in Iowa for tomorrow is a low of minus 14, a high of minus 8. Monday, a low of minus 7, a high of minus 1. And Tuesday, caucus day, first in the land, a high of 4 degrees and a low of 0. Would you do it? 
Would you go out if you were a caucus voter to show your support for your candidate in this perhaps the most important? And I know it's an old uh, it's an old trope. It's the most important election of our lifetime. This is it. Western civilization hangs in the balance. The deep state, the radical left, the open borders, the no more. My God, on a night like tonight when it's and we'll get to the phones here in just a sec. But on a night like tonight where it's minus two here in Aurora, where it's minus five or ten out there in Iowa and colder in other places still. What though the puppeteers in charge of Joe Biden and the folks that support his antics are trying to do to our energy supply our ability to heat our homes, to fuel our cars, to get to and from work, to feed our families is extraordinary. And unless you're living in a cage, you're starting to feel it. You're starting to see it. And I hope that's waking you up and helping you, you know, stiffen your spine and stand up to the soft underbellied Republicans, the never Trumpers, all of the uh, of the chattering nabobs on the corrupt, coordinated, Democrat-controlled media machine networks out there and on and on and on because this is where we're at now and this is election 2024 it's january primaries then an election in november and you know it's going to go so very fast so i hope you're saddling up i hope you're listening i hope you check out heidi ganahl's rocky mountain voice.com rocky mountain voice.com and I'm so grateful for everybody who takes the time to call in on a Saturday night, including our friend Brian in Arvada. Sir, welcome back. Hey, Randy. Sounds like you're in the uh, sorrow part. You know, it starts with shock. Yeah. And then it goes to sorrow because you get, you know, you get months to think about it. At first, your mind don't know what to do. The mind's the most interesting thing in the world. It doesn't know whether to think about yesterday or how to move on to tomorrow you're always you know it's always fighting itself it's the craziest thing yeah it really is and brian your phone connection is just a little roarish at times is there a place in that like could maybe you could just step outside for a minute i know okay. it's you know i know it's yeah, three below, sure but, you know i'm gonna go out and just breathe <laughs> hey is it better now sounds good right now yes sir all right. Well, I got a, I got a, I got a word for all these libtards out there. Okay, the ones that are complaining about climate change. <laughs> you know, you can't be burning fossil fuels tonight. So while you're running your big mouth, you go turn off that furnace you got, and you grab yourself an extra blanket. The hypocrisy is just never ending with these people, and of course, you know the international proponents who fly from place to place in their in their private jets and, and burn more. Uh, create more carbon as though carbon is some kind of defining um, negative you know, than, than almost, you and I you will than you and I will in our entire life Brian go ahead I can almost understand their position though cuz everybody's about self-preservation at some point you know so I can understand them trying to scam people to make a living or whatever it's wrong but I can almost understand that but the people that buy it is what troubles me I'm just like Guys, it's right in your face. Stupid. I mean, it doesn't make zero sense, but there's we got a, enough people out there, you know, that believe it, that the Democrats are allowed to cheat to win because they have to have some kind of base. Well, you know, Brian, that um, 
in over the past decade or more before people were starting to wake up to the propaganda machine, to the globalists, the one world order folks and all of it that, you know, they'd come up with, you know, 99 renowned climate scientists agree that you were going to freeze off the face of the earth or, or boil off the phrase of the earth. Because remember, yeah. it's been global warming and then global cooling, and then they thought, God, it gets warm and cold at different times. We better well, call it. New York wasn't supposed to be there. It was already we, supposed to be underwater. Yeah, yeah. I think California, too, according to Kerry, I mean, the guy in the jet <laughs> flying all over the place, buying beachfront property, by and, the way. And Al Gore. Um, and so they had to come up with the new term that can fit all occasions, global climate change. But if anybody who took five minutes, even back in those days when those mantras were becoming you know, regular on on mainstream radio and on the corrupt, coordinated, Democrat-controlled media machine networks, uh, you could see that there were a thousand other scientists that, you know, much like the debunking of COVID vaxes and bat theory in the Wuhan lab and all of that, that were saying, no, no, this is nonsense. And the cost that they want to extract from the world, and especially the poor people of the world, is not worth it. Well, yeah, but you can understand their position. They're like used car salesmen. They're like, hey, guys, you know, i got to make a buck, and then they get addicted to the buck. But it's the idiots that actually believe it. It's unbelievable to me. Now, I want to talk about that uh, story. Oh, Fannie Willis out of Georgia. She had this lover. Evidently, she paid for all expenses for him to go to Washington. In case you guys out there don't think they're colluding to bring down Trump, the ones that go, well, I don't know, there's really no evidence. He actually has receipts. He went to Washington. Fannie paid him to do it. Now, what do you think he's going to Washington for? Who do you think he's talking to, people? This is not like rocket science. This is like kindergarten nonsense. Well, We're it's... all being played. We're being scammed. And where's Kemp? Where's old Kemp, the one that said, no, the election's fair. No, it's completely fair, guys. Don't worry about it. And where's the attorney general? I mean, this whole thing is a scam, but and I don't blame them necessarily. I think they're about self-preservation. And Ken Buck, I think, was completely compromised. I think he got comfortable and, and somebody found something against him, and they said, hey, man, you know, you, you got to chill out here. This is what you're going to do. And it's not that Kim... Kim Buck's even a bad guy. He was just put in a bad situation. But it's the people that actually buy the scam is the problem. It's not even the people trying to create the scam. Well, I, I can't disagree with you. And for folks who are just willing to you know, buy into whatever they hear enough times on their nightly MSLSD or um, you know, any of the other corrupt channels, they're really putting us all at tremendous risk. And this prosecutor, this apparent lover of Fannie Willis, according to many reports out there, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, um, talk, you couldn't be, you know, um, I guess the Wall Street Journal's more moderate than really right wing, but still quite a difference between those two. He was visiting the White House. He was paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. And the allegations are that he used that money for vacations with his lover, the prosecutor, Fannie Willis. What? But yet we even have hosts on this show that say, well, I don't know if it's all connected. You know, these might be just individual cases and stuff. You're either going to figure it out, you're going you're gonna to see the forest through the trees, or you're not. And, and, and you might not because you're afraid. Maybe fear drives you. I don't know. 
But the truth is just a truth. It's right there. It's not even hard. It's pretty simple. He goes to White House. Why is he going to White House, guys? Well, I don't know. He's probably not colluding. He just wanted to say hi to Joe. But yet he was billed attorney fees. He was paid attorney fees while he went there. I mean, this is not rocket science. This is stupid stuff. This is where it's our job. I, I don't know how, how America got so darn dumb. You know, it, it, the voters have got to wake up. The, the normal people have got to wake up. And it's kind of frustrating that they actually believe this nonsense. Well, I I do think that the voting population has been dumbed down. And, and part of the reason is, of course, what we've allowed to happen in our schools uh, and then especially in our institutions of higher learning. People, parents. Well, we still send them there because we want security for our kids. Yeah. And even some of the radio uh, show hosts on this station said, you know what? You take that shot and you go to school. Hmm. Because they, they wanted security for their children. It, it's all a game of fear. But if people can just leave the emotion behind, leave the fear behind, leave everything behind, and just look at straight truth, it's it's really not that difficult. Well, one of the things that I did with uh, with kids of mine who were in school was stay in complete and regular contact with them. How's it going? What did you learn today? What did you hear? What sounded weird to you? You know, that sort of thing. And uh, And – from what I can tell, they, uh, they've they escaped unscathed. So I think part of it is laziness. I think you really hit a great point, the denial. Well, you know, I uh, Ray Epps, I understand now that he went You from, trade it for comfort. That's what you do. Yeah. You trade it for comfort. That's it. You're, I'm comfortable, good to go. I'll, I'll kind of, uh, you know, go against some of my own true beliefs. And I think that's what's happening, just like what happened to Ken Buck. Happens to other people, and it's that simple. But if you just bear it down to all emotions are gone and just the truth, everything's. It's really not that hard. It's it's kind of pretty simple. But. Well, yeah, and the the point I was trying to make, for instance, by throwing Ray Epps in there, is that he goes from being on the FBI's most wanted to all of a sudden being scrubbed and portrayed really as a hero or a non entity after his interview with, uh, you know, the J Six Show Committee. Uh, to finally being charged with a misdemeanor, even though, you know, he's the only person that I recall being played on, I think even 60 Minutes may have played some of this, but uh, the audio and video of him shouting, we have to go to the Capitol, we have to go into the Capitol, the video of him helping um, someone, a rioter, kick down a, a barricade, and he pleads to a misdemeanor, which I believe got him a $500 fine and six months probation, maybe a year, I mean... And then people. Well, you know and what, people's, you know what's funny about that whole story and the whole political prisoner stuff, guys. We have people sitting in prison that are political prisoners right now. They didn't get Christmas. They got nothing. It's just the truth. And, and let me tell you how you can know. When have you known uh, CNN to protect a? Uh, Trump guy, okay? So we knew he wasn't a Trump guy right away. They were like, well, that Ray Epps, you know, uh, you know, he, he's cool. They're accusing him. When CNN stands up for him, we should have all known then, and we should have stopped it. Their job is to test us. Their job, just like during COVID, I'm going to test how far I can go. Can I make all these small companies shut down? And they got away with it. And all the companies said, well, I guess. You know what? But you cannot. There, there's old sayings that keep coming up in my mind. There, uh, Randy, 
you give an inch, and these idiots will not take a mile. They'll take two miles. Remember when your your, your uh, grandpa used to tell you that when you were younger, your daddy? Give them an inch, they'll take a mile. You can't give them an inch. You just got to realize what truth is, stare truth in the face, stare evil in the face, and defeat it. But it's it's a hard thing to do. I mean, I mean it sounds easy, but... And, Brian, what I've learned after, let's see, 13 years, heading into 14 years as a as an on-the-ground activist, thinking that the Republican Party was the place to fight, and I still think there are fights that need to be had there, but what I've learned unequivocally is we elect these Republicans who think, well, compromise is okay, because if we don't let them go as far as they want then we're actually standing up for conservative principles. And every time the left ratchets the the political intellect, the political uh, behavior, the political policy to the left, when Republicans get in charge, we never ratchet it all the way back. And so we're always incrementally moving to the left. And thank God it's getting so bad now people are starting to wake up. Yeah, that's the beauty about the phones. I think they're evil in some ways when kids get them and they just stare at them all day and they're not living like we did in the 80s where you had to go to parties and meet people actually and have a great time. But, you know, it's a double-edged sword, I guess. I guess they get more information. So maybe we're just a young country and maybe me and you got hope and maybe people will actually be able to, you know, actually read between the lines. It's it's really pretty gosh darn simple but uh well when you when maybe you th- i'm crazy well when you think about it brian we're a very old country as far as constitutional republics go we're now you know we've lasted longer than than most and only hanging on by a thread at this point but you know if god's in charge if our constitution can still be proven to mean what it meant when you know it was adopted and made the foundational principle of this country um we, we've got a chance, and I'm, I'm hoping big. Last question, we've got to go. Uh, we're up against a soft break, but it's late. Uh, how are you staying warm tonight, man? What's it like up there in Arvada? Oh, man, it's cold. <laughs> i got to roll out to, you know, have my cancer stick once in a while, and Ugh. I even cut back on smoking. It's too cold to even smoke at this point. Yeah, man, I think I'd be hiding in the bathroom no matter what the wife or the dogs or whomever say I, or whoever says. I well, just... now that's that's our secret there, Randy. Now, once in a while when she she kind of snores off and stuff, you know, I'll yeah. go ahead and sneak on in the bathroom and whatnot. Well, Brian, I wish you well. Thanks, as always, for checking in tonight. Great commentary, and I look forward to hearing from you again. God bless, sir. Thank you, Randy. 645, final segment of the final hour coming up. Since Brian in Arvada kind of teed it up, by talking about uh, one of the criminal cases against Donald Trump. When we come back, I do want to play for you what Kevin O'Leary had to say about the New York civil trial uh, from a very non-political perspective on, guess what, CNN, and they put up with it. So we'll share that and uh, get into Fox News pulling the Mike Lindell pillow ads off the air haven't heard anybody weigh in yet tonight on the Colorado GOP voting tomorrow on whether to endorse to endorse Donald J. Trump in the presidential primary. Phone lines are open, 303-696-1971. We'll be watching for your texts and read a few of those, too, when we return on 710 KNUS. Another one of those songs playing tonight as part of my effort to 
start thinking about new beginnings, finally kicking off my new year tonight after a pretty crappy start to the new year. And of course, many of you know what happened uh, last year. So I had to wait until the end of this week to start looking ahead. But that song is called A Brand New Sun by Jason Little. He was the brains behind the group known as Granddaddy and probably don't know about them either. But I love this and we'll run to a brand new sun. We will run to a brand new sun. Isn't that what you have to do? You can't let grief and loss that is inevitable in some form for all of us and even some of the most just intense and incredible losses, the the loss of a child, in my case, the loss of a spouse. You can not let it stop you because we're here. You know, we're, we're suffering through the cold, but spring will come and we'll have those 70, 80, 90 degree days and Harleys will be out again. I'm likely to be on the back of one of them. And um, life is still worth living. And I, for one, am committed to trying to find the ways to continue to make that so. And I I hope you're with me on that, especially if you've suffered great loss. So anyway, we are back, and I wanted to talk a minute about Fox News kicking Mike Lindell off of their network. You know, he hasn't been on as a guest in a long time, but they did start taking his advertising again, and they're done. And the reason for that? Who the heck knows? Because Fox News... To my knowledge, and I did a quick search again at this break, has not commented on the whole problem. So it leaves us all to speculate. We know who's in charge of Fox News now. Many of you, like me, don't watch Fox News anymore. I did tune in a little bit to Donald Trump's town hall and contrasted that with the CNN debate between Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Just no comparison whatsoever. None. The one person is presidential, calm, command of the facts. The last two are just desperately, desperately trying to, you know, lower the desirability, the electability and and steal a few votes from the other one. Maybe that's what you have to do in a primary. I prefer I would prefer if we had a competitive primary, which we do not. Donald Trump, in my mind, will be the nominee. I would prefer to see a candidate try and elevate himself by talking about what they'll do better and why they'll do it better. And, uh, you know, I know Donald Trump is uh, guilty of some of those attacks, and at least he makes them funny. I mean, it was so hilarious to, you know, small hands Marco Rubio. And um, I was not impressed with Trump going after Ted Cruz's dad and some of those things. But uh, politics is a blood sport, as my good friend from Grassroots Radio Colorado, Ken Clark, used to say. And... uh, and I agree with him on that. I uh, Do we have time for a call, John? I know we're running out of time. Or should we hold everybody over so we don't have to cut them off? Should we? Yeah, you know, we've only got a couple of minutes. So I think it would be unfair to callers right now to bring you on. So if you want to stay put through the break, um, we will certainly get to your calls. Um, but in the meantime, back to this Mike Lindell thing. We know the children who've taken over from the founder of Fox News, the Ailes kids. And and we know what's happened to Fox News. And we've seen the result, their ratings crash, and the way, in my opinion, they manipulated the 2020 election with their early call in Arizona while machines were malfunctioning, while people were protesting how the election was occurring, and, you know, just on and on and on. 
And to call it that early, what was the margin in Arizona? I, I don't have it in front of me, but you know, some of these margins in Georgia and in Arizona and elsewhere, 10, 12, 20,000 votes, uh, which in, in the era of COVID and the way late signatures or unverified signatures, late ballots, all mail-in balloting, all of those things were coming in to call that election early and to not permit challenges. And, you know, the system and the hopefully, hopefully we'll get back to fair legal system to be in place to push back was just extraordinary. And they paid for it. Mike Lindell is an unabashed advocate for the fact that people who believe that the 2020 election was not stolen are simply election fraud deniers that there's so much evidence and I you know I've I've stopped throwing down the gauntlet I've stopped stopped telling people that wherever your microphone whatever your TV camera pick a state pick a district um pick wh- whatever you want a narrow enough topic that we can explore it in depth and we'll see where the real evidence lies and as time goes on that's happening more and more I had hoped to have an update for you on the um, trial that's going on in Georgia, but it still continues. There's no resolution to it. I'll do a quick update during the top of the hour to see if there's any information worth sharing with you about the court the lawsuit against the Secretary of State in Georgia, Brad Rathlisberg. Um Very important things that are coming down the pike and just in time for the 2014 election. And of course, they're not going to have the cover that they had for 2020 and 2022. They're not going to have the deep state and the FBI pulling the strings at Twitter and deciding what goes out and what's called, you know, fake news and and what's dangerous. And we're exposing the mantra on that they use on January 6th about insurrections. And, uh, oh, and I see I made a note here. I had promised to play that Kevin uh, Kevin O'Leary tape from CNN. We'll do that in the final hour of the show as well. We've got callers on the line, though, so we're getting them teamed up, teed up, 303-696-1971, 696-1971, bunch of unread text messages, so I need to scour those, and I'll share with you the ones that uh, aren't so colorful that we'd have to hit the dump button here on 710 KNUS. Anyway, I'm Randy Corcoran on a cold, a frigid Saturday night, and I'm so grateful to have you here. Quick check of the temps, minus four now. Here in Aurora, still hotter in Denver, otherwise known as hell, minus two. Man, oh, man, watch your pets, watch your pipes, stay warm, and stay tuned on 710-KNUS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.